Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 500 years in the future, the Earth has been destroyed. Yet, civilization thrives in a Martian utopia of nerds. But that is the future. Yeah, Utopia's gonna have to wait. This is Nerding Out with Ravy. Welcome, everybody, to an all-new Nerding Out podcast. Hey! Uh, I am Ravy. Randy and Cameron are here. Hey, hey. what's up? Uh, we're going to get Courtney on the phone in a little bit because she and I watched the fourth season of Veronica Mars, and we're going to right. review that. And this is what this whole episode is about, reviewing stuff. And you can find us on Nerdin' Out LA on Facebook and Twitter, Nerdin' Out on Instagram and YouTube. We're going to be reviewing Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Veronica Mars Season 4, Dead to Me. Mm-hmm. And unlike our spoiler cast, we're going to keep this pretty spoiler free. We're also going to talk about putting the Stereo Lab Targaryen gaming chair together Ooh. and sitting in it. <laughs> we're reviewing that. We also all played Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order. And we started watching The Boys. So we'll give you our early impressions on that. So, like I said, action packed on Nerd Now Today. And I want to start with something that I believe is going to divide the room. And oh, that is really? Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Ooh. And we have established a boner scale here on Nerdin' Out. Inverted, peeking out, flaccid, chub, boner, or rager. So where on the boner scale, Randy, are you putting Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Raging man. Raging, raging. Okay. man. Ra- <laughs> raging man boner. Raging man. <laughs> Uh, Cameron? I will give it a boner. All right. I... What about you, Rave? ...am peeking out. And the only reason I am not inverted uh-huh. is because Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio and Brad Pitt are very good in it. And that's... Oh, no. ...the only wow. saving grace. So that's, sh- the o- that's a strong... Are you sure you want to throw that out there? I do. I'm wow. throwing it, and I am digging in. How is this possible? I don't know. Um, should we start negative, go positive? Should yes. we start positive, go negative? I said, let's start negative and Not go positive. Not enough cats, okay. perhaps? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting. Uh, my beef uh-huh. is this movie is beautiful. It is beautiful to look at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you think nothing happens in Seinfeld. Nothing happens <laughs> in this movie for two hours <laughs> and 30 minutes. Um, uh, what, what is this movie even about? Like, I'm picturing Quentin Tarantino, like, straight up joeing in the editing booth. He's joeing at how beautiful Leonardo DiCaprio is. Yeah. He's he joeing does that, at though. how beautiful uh, Brad Pitt is, how beautiful 60s Hollywood is. Yeah. Uh, okay, yes, he does that, but up until The Hateful Eight, and now Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, nothing happens. You could not say that about 
Pulp well, Fiction I or don't, Reservoir Dogs. No, what is happening? I don't Nothing. disagree with <laughs> you, like that overall point. Yeah. But I would say the things that are happening are just minor. Th- the, 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 take the title, yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's a fairy it's a tale. Slice, mm-hmm. It's a slice of a couple days in Hollywood. It's a fairy tale. Uh-huh. Um, I cannot, and I'm really trying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to remember a time I was this bored. Oh, you were bored? no. Come on. So bored. I, How, though? Even the mundane things, the things that don't really correlate with the overall story, they're so entertaining. Were I was, they? Yeah. Yeah. I thought so. Was your audience laughing? Yeah. Yeah. I heard like some scattered laughter uh-huh. at, the, at uh-huh. the screening I was at, and my thought was, is this supposed to be funny? I, I will agree on some point where, you know, Film junkies, like hardcore film students, they love Tarantino and his stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. But Absolutely. I, I'm sure that Tarantino was, you know, I mean, because I, I was genuinely curious when I first heard the overall plot, like how right. that was going to work. Right. And so, I, but I didn't expect it to be, here's a snippet of this and then a whole lot of this. Multiple storyline. Yeah. That yeah. still fits into this somehow mm-hmm. while yeah. doing this. I mean, I was just going back over like the Tarantino I love, like yeah. Reservoir Dogs, Pulp yeah. Fiction, Inglorious right. Bastards. Yeah. And this made me feel even Kill Bill, for God's sake. This <laughs> both volumes. Yeah, I was never once felt like I felt at that screening, which was uh-huh. this is dull. I'm sorry, I'm bored. Like, How, am I that spoiled now the, that I can't hmm. sit there and enjoy yeah, a, I mean, a slow burner? I think. I mean, I, I think that's a fair. Don't you think, Randy? It's yeah. a fair thing to say yeah. about the movie. I don't. I don't think that you're wrong. Uh-huh. I think it just depends on what your taste is. I, I went with the girlfriend. Because it was definitely, there was not, it, ostensibly there was not a whole lot that happened. But right. in yeah. a way, I almost liked it for that reason. Okay. Uh-huh. I don't know what I was expecting, I guess. I, I think there was so much gushing. I, I do think that the trailer completely mismarketed the movie. It's very misrepresented, for sure. Maybe that was the goal, I guess. But yeah. I mean, even my girlfriend, there were some points where I was laughing and I looked at her, She, I don't think she really got it or she just didn't find it funny. Do you think that there's like a, do you think it vibed more with dudes? It, um, and that is an interesting take. Um, I think so, actually. All yeah. the dudes I know that went love this movie. Uh-huh. Now, I haven't talked to any other gals that went. Right. Yeah. So, you know, maybe people I, can hit us up on the Nerd Not Social. Uh-huh. Did women like this movie? I did not. I found it almost at times excruciating. I, I think <laughs> I think the reason why it, it does so well with men, though, is because they kind of relate with Rick Dalton and the you know Brad mm-hmm. Pitt's character just because of how coolly they're portrayed. You know Rick Dalton is a cool guy in the movie. Right. And he has some really funny overall. Rick know, Dalton, scenes and Leonardo stuff. DiCaprio is a loser oh, up until Megan, the end. No. He, he's he a mega a loser. Loser. He he's a lovable loser though. Yeah, okay. He is. He's you're, a loser. You're never not rooting for him. Yeah. But he's not the cool guy. Cliff Booth, Brad Pitt. Yeah. He's Absolutely. the cool guy. He is for sure. Also Brandy. I mean, I did. I do have to say, so I I loved the movie. Uh-huh. I had a really good time watching it. It's, you know, there's not a ton of movies aside from the Marvel ones for me where I go to the theater and I'm like, I'm so happy I saw this in a theater. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And that's what I love that feeling when you go to a movie and you're like, damn, I'm yeah. glad I saw this on a big screen. But I, I definitely, I definitely hear your point on not much happening because, like, at one point I even thought like I I imagined that Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio's characters were going to be fighting each other 
mm-hmm. thought there was going to be some kind of inner conflict there. Yeah. And really, they they just got just, along the whole just time. Just a bromance. Yeah. yeah. Just a bromance. Um, I mean, some of his stuff is a little off-putting, such as random voiceover stuff when it'd be like, you know, yeah. talking about why it is that Rick Dalton doesn't drive. That was, yeah, that was random. Like stuff, yeah. like, stuff that gets thrown into into the mix like that definitely kind of throws me off. I'm like, okay, how does this really make sense? And that that's like, and I don't believe this is spoiling anything. Okay. Yeah. But we talked uh, off mic about how the first and second act were a lot different than the third act. Yeah. Right. The third act is where the voiceover starts coming in. You're like, hang on, what a second? Right. What's happening yeah. here? Who's talking? I mean, it's definitely ends like... Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, ends. it's like almost very the same of exact yeah. thing of what's going on there. Right. I, I also, I guess, I just found myself questioning too, and this was actually asked of Quentin Tarantino at Cannes, and mm-hmm. he got real snippy about it. Mm-hmm. About what's Margot Robbie even doing in this movie? Thank she, you. Yeah, she uh, has five lines. That, All she's doing is go go dancing. Yeah, that was yeah. my number one complaint of the movie. Just. The mis she, the misusage of Margot Robbie. She's an Oscar nominated actress. She and maybe she well she's done other Tarantino movies. No, um, not, hasn't she? Not to my knowledge. Well, no. maybe it was just a. I really want to work with. I him. mean, she's got the yeah. right look to be Sharon Tate. She has the right look, but maybe it was just maybe she thought of it as like I want to see how much of an impact I can make with no lines. <laughs> yeah, maybe because some people like a challenge like yeah. that. Possibly, especially, especially because she's worked Leo in the past. Wolf of Wall Street. Right. Oh, sure. Right. And she did such a great job. I was right. definitely disappointed in the usage of her in the movie. Yeah. Definitely a lack of. I I was fighting sleep. You know, I was yeah. tilted back in my chair <laughs> and I fought it and I stayed awake and I ended yeah. up being disappointed at the <laughs> oh, end man. because I could have got a really good nap. And, and that bums me out. I went in with the best of expectations. Mm. I really, really wanted to like it. And, you know, I about 30 minutes in, I was like, Boy, nothing is happening. Uh, yeah. Can't somebody shoot can... a guy or run over a guy or, you know what I mean? Just something, anything. Like, if you're uh, really hoping for someone to be shot, you're really not enjoying yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. and again, I think that I think that has a lot to do with the way the movie was advertised. Yeah. yeah. I think it was a lot different like if you watch the trailer uh, it's it's yeah. upbeat there's a lot of fast cuts right and right. it seems like it's going to be action packed i i yeah I, th- I think the one thing though that i guess leads to the tarantino charm uh-huh. is just all the unnecessary mundane things that are thrown in the movie that all make sense at the end sure but all yeah, of them don't definitely. necessarily make sense it's definitely. just one little thing that was mentioned or that happened in that long yeah you know, mm-hmm. random scene that makes sense at the end. The scene there at the Spawn Ranch, which yeah. is where the Manson family mm-hmm. lived. Boy, I mean, it was interesting, but my God, it was taken forever. And oh, yeah. <laughs> what I, yeah. I what I didn't get that you get from Tarantino, uh-huh. the sense of menace. You know what I mean? And mm. I think think about that scene. In Inglorious Bastards, when Christoph Waltz is sitting there, you know the family is underneath the floorboards, and the one guy is just trying to talk to him and stuff. The sense of menace, that sense of dread, and you should kind of get that when you're dealing with the Manson family. Yeah, but I think think the intention there, I mean, I know what you're saying, but I think the intention there was to cut through the ice, so to speak. Mm. I think the the point was kind of to steal the light away from the Manson story. Yeah. To to because like 
you know, that's a huge, people talk about that all the time, even yeah. to this sure. day, the Manson murders. Sure. And so it was just kind of like, F him. Yeah. We're taking the, the scariness away from him. We're not giving him what, you know, he wanted, uh, okay. so to speak. Again, though, I feel like that scene definitely is a perfect example of my number one complaint to the movie, just misusage of female leads or actor, actresses. Right. Because the, even the character that's, yeah, that's, that's used true. primarily in that scene is just a dead end. Yeah. yeah. You know? That's very true. And so you, you see her a lot, but it doesn't really become what you thought it would become. Lena Dunham's in the movie for five well, minutes. That was so random. And I feel like she has more lines than yeah. Margot Robbie did. <laughs> Speaking of the Manson thing, yeah. I've seen some people post uh, online about the movie and their review that that Tarantino should have just gone with all fictional characters. Do yeah. you agree with that? I do. How did you feel about that I do. whole thing? Um, I, I do, because I was thinking about Roman Polanski. Mm-hmm. And let's pretend he's not what he became yeah, after yeah, yeah. all of this. Uh-huh. You know, if you're watching this, how do you feel about it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, people are laughing. People are like, yeah, you know, all crazy at the Gonzo ending. It's like, well, how do you feel about it? You yeah. know, how does Abigail, how do the Folgers feel about it? You know right. what I mean? That it became this big Gonzo crazy ending. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean... Bruce, I don't know. Bruce Lee's family. Bruce, that is, a perfect, oh, yeah. that is a perfect example. Ultra mega pissed at, what, at how he's portrayed the Because movie. they made him like a doof. Yeah, like a cartoony <laughs> character. Right, yeah. exactly. <sighs> so, look, I'm glad you guys had a good time. I, I can, did. I yeah. see it online. It's definitely very polarizing. Mm-hmm. Five and four star reviews and one star reviews. And it's like, I, yeah, I was just, I was just skimming through Rotten Tomatoes and it's exactly that. It's either like there's two reviews right here next to each other. The positive one, the whole package is enjoyably heterogeneous stuff with verbal and visual jokes and vibrant period appropriate music and filmed in Tarantino's ingeniously kinetic style. The other one, and this is, I think what Ravy would say, it feels like Tarantino is so wrapped up in indulging his own filmmaking style that he loses sight of what made his best movies work. Amen. Yeah. It's a very There's self-indulgent no movie. There's, it's very self-indulgent. Doesn't he, doesn't he want to do a Star Trek movie? Yeah, I hope he doesn't. Right. <laughs> uh, right. I, He's writing the, the only script reason, for it, yeah. an R-rated Star Trek. I did enjoy the movie. I did mm-hmm. really like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. But I do not want somebody who's very stylistically aware of themselves to touch a franchise like <laughs> Star Trek. How would that look like? Just that's why I, I don't even want to know. Three yeah. hours of them just sitting you know. there. Yeah, maybe. And if we and if forth. we know anything about the way that fans deal with that, yeah. I feel like people would freak out. Yeah, just sitting there pontificating on space. Female lead has three lines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they would totally like. There, it would be the response that people had for the Last Jedi. I right. Think. At least from the yeah. Star Trek community. It would go back and forth from Kirk sitting there to five years ago when he was at a grocery store or right. something. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Mendez brothers would walk in. Uh, yeah. I'm definitely interested in what uh, more women think about Once Upon yeah. a Time. Yeah, same. Agreed. Uh, let's review a couple of things in the world of gaming. Let's okay? do it. Let's Ripple do that. Scene. Yes. Let's talk about the Secret Lab Targaryen gaming chair. Yes. Ooh. Uh, we put that together. Uh, over the weekend. The, the Nerd Now crew came together. The box for that chair ginormous when i get home today i gotta break that thing up and get it in the recycling it's huge but you guys randy cameron you guys put it together Mm -hmm, we pulled up mm -hmm. a youtube video 
because that's the best way to do it, honestly. You see, you can <laughs> see it. That's literally it for so many things nowadays. I took apart my my Nintendo, my yeah. NES, just by watching a YouTube video. Right, and you cleaned it. Super easy. And you now just it works follow better, along. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what did you guys think of the process of putting this chair together? Um, I think it could have gone much easier had we been more aware of what came in the box. Sure. Um, but I feel it was pretty simple. Everything was, it was simple. Everything was just there. I, I would have a piece of advice if you're thinking about buying a Secret Lab uh-huh. uh, chair, and yeah. that is to go out and buy a drill or a screwdriver set Agreed. that has an Allen wrench attachment because it comes with an Allen wrench, and if you know anything about those, <laughs> they're a pain in the F and ass and to yeah. build with. And to add on to that, I highly recommend you build it with someone. Yeah, yes. you definitely you know, that cuz especially that one part where you're attaching the um the backrest mm, the back you have to there's so many oh, like no. pushing you have to do. Right. I was it holding in. it. Yeah. Um you guys were <laughs> trying to line up the the yeah. holes first yeah. of all line up holes. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah. So then I sit in the chair. Like that was nothing I ever got and mm-hmm. I was honest about this purchase. Yeah. That, you know, the Secret Lab chair was an emotional purchase. Yeah. It's branded Targaryen. Yeah. Gaming Thrones had just ended. Randy showed me these chairs, and probably I thought about it like it was on my mind for like two weeks. And right, then when right. I was feeling low, I'm just, I like pulled the trigger. <laughs> and so it gets built, and then you see it. Yeah. It's, oh, it's one of their Omega chairs. Yeah. Mm. It is Goddamn glorious. I have to it say, is. whenever I looked at the listing on the website, I was like, I don't really know what the big deal is. It just seems like an office chair right. with a Game of Thrones logo on it. Mm-hmm. And then but we sat in it. I got to say, it's pretty glorious. Like, Ooh. there's there's a lot it of is. details, like the, the dragon and all that is yeah, stitched in. The stitching is incredible. They have, like, the parts of the leather looks like dragon skin. Mm-hmm. And scaly and all that yes. kind of the fact, stuff. The fact that it does things that normal chairs don't do. Absolutely. Turn, turn in angles you wouldn't expect a chair to turn in. Tilt function, oh, my God. which is dope. And it's so comfortable. One it, of the things on their website that they promote is your chair can be used as a nap station for when you're working. I like that. They take pride in that, they say. Oh, I could totally nap in this oh, chair. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, now, the pillows... Oh the my p- god, I know what the hell. There's a pillow, like a headrest pillow. And a butt pillow. There's a butt pillow. Oh, yeah. These pillows, I they're gonna be my like travel pillows now. <laughs> I swear to God. They're so Are you sleeping with them? Not yet, but you know what? It looks so freaking good. Like yeah. I was excited and I thought it was going to look good, but now I get it. I will not be playing games on the couch. I am going to be sitting <laughs> in this chair. It is a rager. It, it rules. Is, it is a rager on the nerd and out boner scale. Secret Lab Targaryen gaming chair. Just get the Omega chair. You don't have to yeah. get one of these branded Game no, of Thrones ones. Oh, they no. have other ones. They have like a few other ones. styles. Yeah. They've got a they've got a uh, there's a gaming team on there. They've got a Batman one. They've got a Dead Mouse. They have a, a Batman one. one. Oh yeah, and the Batman one Dope looks wow. so awesome. You know what I was thinking about when we put this thing together? Yeah. What's that? Allow me to nerd out about gaming a little bit. Okay. As you know, I've been mega into retro gaming mm-hmm. the last several months. And I thought it was just it was so interesting. Like I've spent so much time playing Atari. Right. Right. And like watching videos about Atari that mm-hmm. came out in the seventies. And to see how different gaming is between now and then of course uh-huh. it's so interesting to me mm-hmm. like there's this chair that yeah. is built specifically specifically <laughs> for people to sit and 
quite, I would think, like more intense gamers who were on Xbox Live and all of that course. kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. And back then it was like they built the Atari to be part of like the family right. living room. Yeah. You uh-huh. know? For sure. It's so interesting. Uh, look, I will be playing adventure in this chair on oh, yeah. my Atari. Oh, for sure. No question about it. <laughs> but uh, so far, the only game I've played since we got the chair together is Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Oh, yeah. The oh, Curse yeah. of the Black Order. And the four of us played as a team. <laughs> on the Switch. And uh, it is a Switch exclusive. Uh-huh. Um Rated on the uh, boner scale. Inverted, peeking out, flaccid, chub, boner, or rager. I'm going boner for Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I second three. that. I'm a, I'm I'm a boner. Okay. What's the what's the middle of the scale again? Chub. Okay. I, can I give it two ratings? Sure. If I'm playing by myself, I give it a chub. Uh huh. If I'm playing with you guys, I give it a boner. Okay. Really? Yeah. I'm I flip that for me. Really? Okay. Yeah. What that for Randy me. hates us. <laughs> I get it. It reminds me a lot of the OG Ultimate Alliance. Um, okay. Did you play the second? Or I did play the second. The second one is the Civil War storyline. Oh, okay. So it doesn't. Oh, that's cool. So the story doesn't go like one and now how three is going. Yeah. Three, there's a main baddie. The main baddie is Thanos. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but before you get to Thanos, you make all these different stops. You're trying to collect the Infinity Stones before him. So first stop, this weird prison. And that's where the Spider-Man villains are. Ooh. So we battled Electro, yeah. Venom, who then decided mm-hmm. he didn't want the snap to happen. So now he's on the Hero Squad. Yeah, Mysterio. Sandman. Um, Mysterio's in there. Sandman's in there. Doc Ock yep. is in there. And then the Green Goblin is the main. And if you defeat Green Goblin, you get the Time Stone. Uh-huh. Okay. And so we, as a team, we got hung <laughs> up at Doc Ock. Um, Bastard. Yeah, we could. We could. It was hard. We couldn't beat him as a team together. Mm-hmm. Uh, after you guys left and I played some more, I did defeat him by myself. Did you find it easier to beat him by yourself? I think the only reason it's easier is because the other members of your team know how to utilize their skills more. Oh, okay. So they're in there with their skills, right. leveling up, and then I can just be in there, just you know, fighting. And and, and you were saying the uh, like when you respawn people. Yeah. It it's it automatically does yeah, it when you're I didn't, playing single you, player. I could either run over there and respawn them, or eventually they'll respawn yeah. by themselves. Okay. Um, my issue with this game, and it always has been, is it can be very confusing. You know. Yeah. You're button mashing, and yeah, then all of a sudden yeah. you're like, "Where is my hero?" And like yeah. Thor is like shooting his ultimate power at the wall, and <laughs> you know what I mean. That's that's really my only complaint is that some t- even if you're playing by yourself, if all the heroes are kind of in the same area, all of a sudden you're like, I'm just hitting buttons and I don't even know yeah. where I am. Yeah, I, w- I think that that's my complaint, I, I suppose, about the game. But I guess this style of game in general is I think it leads to a lot of just button mashing. I'm just pushing buttons, you know, and I, yeah. I think I understood for the most part some of the other functions and buttons. But I think right. we could have also used, you know, how some games when. Uh, you're playing. You, there's like a button that forces your character to turn towards the enemy. Yeah, I feel like I could use oh. one of those. Because a lot of times it's, you're right because you're it's it's from like a overhead view. Right, you're pointing in a complete uh-huh. wrong mm-hmm. direction mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. I, I think the best thing for a game like this is for there to be different tutorials for single player versus mm. you know, right. multiplayer. Whereas single player, because when you play the game, a lot of the instructions are on like the topper over the top side. of the screen while you're playing, yeah. and it's yeah. one of those things where it doesn't go away until you do what it's asking you right. to do and once that, or that's twice. That's kind of annoying. Yeah, and plus. 
yes, it's really hard to focus on that when you're being right. attacked and you got four of the characters running around the screen. Right. Yeah. And I then, feel, then you're like, hit yeah. the plus and button have, and then you yeah. look at it and I, then it's too late. And that's and why you I have Ravy screaming in the corner. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. I'm, I'm down. <laughs> Revive <laughs> me. But uh, yeah, because I, I feel like when you have a full screen tutorial and yeah. you have to play against, you know, some because sometimes some games have uh, simulations. Like a tutorial yeah. level yeah. or like something. Fake, right. fake enemies. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you're forced to see what's going on and how to do it and then you practice it a few times. I yeah. feel like something like that be really beneficial when you're playing with f- more than two people. I feel like I certainly have not mastered ultimate attacks. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely haven't got not. those down at definitely all. Definitely not. It took um, us what, 5 minutes to break through a prison wall? It did. We uh, that was a, that was so hilarious. That yeah, was. <laughs> we were coordinating. Okay, now you press you press L, well, you I'll press is, B. I'll do, I'll do, uh, I'm pressing Ravy L. will do yeah. it naked. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pressing that. Hey, wait, wait. Where, where am I supposed to point this at? <laughs> I'm also kind of struggling with I bought this the wireless controller so it's more yeah. like an Xbox controller yeah. for the Switch and I'm glad I did cuz mm-hmm. it is a button mash game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the buttons are reversed what do you mean so like x and y and Uh a and b are reversed from the what they are on the xbox controller yeah no i've I've been get i have been experiencing a little bit of that as well yes i have that problem because i've been playing uh, halo again yeah okay um i i'm gonna buy the expansion packs though i'm all in yeah i'll expand it it. i'll get more heroes what Uh are the expansion packs just add characters or what add some characters probably add some levels there Uh are like some like little extra side things uh-huh. that you can do yeah. to like level up and get more characters probably. Cool. And so the first one is battling Doc Ock again, just like where we failed. Uh-huh. And like I'm failing now as a solo player <laughs> in this, like he's kicking my ass. Yeah. Have you found a favorite character yet? Uh, Look, I always play a lot as Wolverine. Uh-huh. Yeah. But now I'm in level two. I'm not sure what stone I'm going for, but this is the Hell's Kitchen level. With the defenders. So the ultimate baddie is going to okay. be Kingpin. Mm-hmm. And so I'm actually playing now as Iron Fist, Luke Cage, and Daredevil. And then like a random, yeah. I think Captain Marvel is on this team. <laughs> but so like that's how I'm going to try to approach it this first time through is play the characters associated with the level. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first. That makes sense. And I'm, I just I'm kind of started. The first person you encounter is Electra, And she gets like possessed. Yeah. By like a spirit. So you have to beat it out of her. Oh. And so (laughs) I got the. As one does. (laughs) I got the badness out of Electra. And so then she's going to be going with your team because now she's pissed because she was possessed. And that's as far as I am. But you know what? I think it's super fun. It's characters that you know. Yeah. I think the gameplay could be a little bit more intuitive. Okay. That's why I I just think it's not intuitive enough. Uh But I mean, I'm boning. So you're boning? I'm boning out for it, and I'm looking forward, you know, to moving farther. Rip. I'll, I'll keep going. Dopelstein. So you have it, Cameron. Yeah. You, you didn't buy it, Randy. No. No, I, right now I'm playing uh, Mario Tennis. <laughs> Mario oh, look. Tennis. I, I, look, really, I get it. I had a really strong kick for it like, yeah. last week, so I went out and I bought it, and my stupid little cousin beat the game when I wasn't home. I'm like, what the hell? Like, what's, like, oh, I beat it for you. I'm like, that's not how this works, Matthew. <laughs> I bought this game. God damn it. But I, I, yeah. I think it's interesting. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No 
purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Seeing a game called Mario Tennis is something you have to beat. <laughs> well, not, not, not just something yeah. that you put on and play it, tennis. Yeah. <laughs> I well, do love Mario well, Tennis, though. Because I have it for uh, N64 and GameCube. I went down this weird uh, nostalgia yeah. hole the other day where uh-huh. I was looking at all the Mario-related sports games. Yeah, because Mario versus Sonic Have you the played Olympics the Striker one or the, the I love soccer Striker. One? Yeah. I love Mario Baseball. I love all those Mario games. Yeah, I do, too. Uh, I hope they come They're super more. fun. They are. Awesome. Uh, Mario Golf. <laughs> you have to beat golf. Oh yeah. oh yeah, it's very difficult. I Tennis bet it is, is this game is actually pretty damn hard. Okay, so yeah, all of them are. I yeah. I find. And you're playing it on your Switch, Randy? Yeah. Well, Randy's trying to get more usage out of his Switch. I'm trying to because it had been gathering dust there for a minute. <laughs> no, poor Switch. Oh, um, tell you what, guys, let's get Courtney on the phone so she and I can gush for a minute about Veronica Mars season four. And let's <laughs> say what's up to Courtney, everybody. Hey, yeah. hey, it's Courtney. Courtney, what's happening? Hello. Live. Oh, you know, just living the dream. Living the oh, dream yeah. at Sony Picture Studio, oh. which is what came up on the phone when you called <laughs> us. So Hello, that, Sony. That was kind of cool. So did you guys think that you were getting like your TV show deal? I thought or? that we it was the call. Legit did. <sighs> Sorry. So. I didn't mean to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. Uh, Courtney, you were playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 with us over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, rate it on the Nerd Out Boner Scale. It's either inverted... Peeking out, flaccid, chub, boner, or rager. What did you think of that game on that scale? Uh, I'm going to give it a solid boner. Solid boner. So I think it was boners yeah. all around, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's raging, but boners all around. Boning out. There's For, just nonstop boning. We're just boning out. Speaking of boners, Veronica Mars, back. Oh, my God. Better than ever. I think it goes without saying, right? A rager on the boner scale. Yeah? Yeah. What's past rager? A uh, rager. Anything? Maximum rage, I guess. Um, I think at that point, maximum just, ripping rage. I think at that Love point, it. it just flies off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At that point, your boner's just gone, and you're, <laughs> like you know, a, like a, a bottle, <laughs> like a bottle rocket. <laughs> what did you think? I think the eight-episode format serves it really well because yeah, the story really like, just they, keeps they moving. Fit so much in. Yeah, yeah, they they did a really good job. I didn't feel like there was anything unnecessary in there. Mm-hmm. They really, you know, like you said, moved everything along really nicely. I loved it. This, and I, I'm afraid, no spoilers, right? This is a spoiler. Don't spoil free it. Movie. Yeah, the oh, uh, central mystery I thought was super interesting. How long did it take you to get through it? Unfortunately, it took me like a week. Sad. to get through everything because well <laughs> they dropped it at comic-con so sure. i was down at comic-con when they when they dropped it initially so i didn't get to you know run back to my hotel and binge it like i would have uh, all i'm yeah. hearing is excuses i'm just hearing yeah, excuses yeah uh i didn't watch it until this weekend but when i was watching it it really only took me a day and a half I really thought, okay, I'll start Veronica Mars. And then it was like, I'm not doing anything else but watching Veronica Mars. Kristen Bell, what can you say? 
What? Oh my God! What can we say that hasn't already been said about that absolute unicorn gem? <laughs> I was so surprised because my girlfriend's starting to get into the show. Yeah. Okay. At when the final season before uh, it got canceled, season three. Yeah, okay. Season three, the year it came out, and how she looks now versus how she looked back then. Like, has she aged at all? She hasn't aged a day. Plus, I thought it was incredible. Like, what the, deal? The amount of fandom that's behind that show. For a show yeah. that's only on for three seasons. It's that's true too. You know what? She slips this character on like her favorite pair of pajamas. That's how great <laughs> she is in this role. I feel like it's effortless for her, almost. Yeah, it was seamless. It's honest to God. It's like she just like season three ended, and then they just banged out that mediocre movie, and then immediately went into <laughs> the season because she is. It's crazy, like the the quick witty banter and her relationship with her dad, and it's like they didn't even miss a beat. Everything was yeah. perfect. I thought the movie was okay. Let's yeah, see. It wasn't I terrible. mean, it was it wasn't awful, awful. Yeah. Now, did that go to? It went to theaters, right? Uh crowd short, movie. super yeah. short run. Did it go to theaters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember yeah, even I where I watched came, it. Yeah, I think he came to theaters for like one of those um, like fan things, right. and then it was it was on. It was online. Uh, Veronica Myers is where I first fell in love with Kristen Bell. Okay. She's, you know, my non-sexual soulmate. And um, open look, to sexual. I, I, yeah. Good I point, Cameron. Good open point. To sexual. She's currently my non-sexual soulmate, but open to possibilities. <laughs> 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 and I think the season uh, four is um, it just justifies that love. It justifies. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Her soulmate status. For me, your non-sexual soulmate open to possibilities uh, status. Uh, I do want to give credit to someone that I have never liked. Really? And, in fact, what? have often raged about. Okay. Huh. On the oh Woody Show, who I think is so good. <laughs> Patton Oswalt. Really? Oh, wow. What yes. the hell? I hate that yes. guy. <laughs> and... Yes. Doesn't he show up in a critical role this season and knocks mm -hmm. it out of the frickin' park? Color me stunned. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Uh, he's yeah. terrific in this. So uh -huh. That's awesome. If you can get Patton yeah. Oswalt to act awesome, you know you're doing something right. So kudos to Rob Thomas. And I will also shout out Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. What? Shout out to Kareem <laughs> As I'm watching episode six, uh -huh. he wrote it. What, what the hell? He has a writer's credit on episode six. Did Jerry West and uh, Kobe also have a part in this? <laughs> yeah. I was, on here. Which one did Shaq direct? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, huh? Kareem? And <laughs> then the I was hell? like, and then I watched the episode. It rules. That is awesome. Maybe, maybe he's a hardcore Veronica Mars fan. Clearly. Wow. Kareem, don't closet yourself. Oh Be gosh. out there. Well, I guess he's out there. His name is on the writing credit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you get to the end. Even oh though you see it coming, it's still <sighs> so devastating. And Careful. Careful. No it's, spoilers, It's a right? devastating ending. But that goes to show yeah. how effective season four is yeah like you brought me back into the world you made me care right and then you broke my heart god I damn you i thought i was gonna puke it was, it was <laughs> okay. i'm trying to piece together what might have happened 
Um, well, like, I forgot how invested I was in these right, characters. And right. then, like you said, it just takes you right back in. And it was like I, from day one again. And then this thing happened. And it was like, wait a second. Wait a second. Do you Can think I, there's going to be more? That's what I was going to ask. Like, it, whatever happened, no spoilers. Does right. that mean it's the end, the end? Or is it open oh, for possibilities still? It's, it's still open. Like my soulmate status with Veronica Mars, it is, or uh, Kristen Bell, uh-huh. it is open to possibilities. Okay. And I hope they bring it back for more. I really hope they do. The response to this season has got to be off the charts good. I I wouldn't think anybody would have a complaint about it. I read some stuff. They did some interviews and um, fans weren't very angry about some resolutions. Okay. Like very angry. But I don't think it just upset me. It didn't make me angry at the showrunners or anything. And I 100% come back because... You know, Veronica Mars is Veronica Mars. Of course, I'm going to watch it if yeah. they do more. It was. I. But some people were crazy yeah. about it. The emotion I did not use was anger. My emotion was like sadness and wow. Didn't didn't see it coming. Okay. And then yeah. and I thought also ballsy. Yeah. You know. Really. If you Very if you want to keep, you know, doing another season, mm-hmm. that's a ballsy move. So hats yeah. off. Dang, I might have to. Hats have to catch off. Up. All the episodes are really? on Hulu. If you've never watched Veronica Mars, start watching. You know, if you're sitting there that one day and you're like, my God, I have 15 <laughs> streaming services and cable and there's still nothing to watch. Just choose that's Veronica. when you watch Veronica Mars. And you'll be like, yep. fuck yeah. yeah. I'm in. Season, season one hooks you. It hooks you good. So you'll be in. Yeah, you'll oh, be in. So real quick question. Uh-huh. Was there a noticeable difference because Veronica Mars originally was on the CW. It was on UPN for two seasons and then moved to the CW. To the CW and now now it's on Hulu. Was there a noticeable change in the storytelling or the way the show was put together? I mean, I think the noticeable change is that the show has grown as she's older. Sure. You know, it starts with her Mm -hmm. in high school. Right. So, I mean, that's that's the notable change. The themes are more adult. Yeah. The um, yeah, very adult. The language is more adult. The okay, wasn't a bad thing it's, though. It still feels like yeah. Veronica Mars. It's still Veronica okay. Mars. So yeah, they did an interview on Conan, and I now that they can they can swear. So right, but they can only swear so much because they still wanted to keep the show, you know, like true to itself. Right. So instead of saying like the f word, Veronica and her dad have this thing where they say cuss. So like, oh, yeah. what the cuss? So they so, got like they a swear jar. Some, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So they still have like. F bombs and stuff, but it's and there's some you know adult content, but it's still Ooh. very Veronica Mars, very yeah. much Veronica Mars. All right, rip. Yeah. Well, Court, we know you're mm-hmm. at work, and we appreciate you just uh, checking in with us, your old friends here at Nerd and Outs. Oh, babe. <laughs> as you have Aww. moved on and upwards in your career, and uh, sell that show for us. Yes, and then we I'm can work together on, on a daily basis. Perfect. Sounds uh, good. I'll get right on it. All right. Thanks, Court. <laughs> we love. We Bye, love you. We love. Bye. We love. Veronica Mars. Veronica. Whew. It is so Joe and Jill worthy. It really is I, good. You know what I really need to do? Yeah. I honestly think that this yeah. is, we should all do this. Uh, Rave, you probably already have one together. I need to put a, a, an official list of shows together oh. of things that I need to watch. Because sometimes I do sit down and I'm like, damn, there's too many options. Yep. 
We'll I do don't that. know. We, that, I, that sounds like an upcoming episode of Nerd Now. I forget so many things that we bring up yeah. because once one gets put I know. in here, the next day, oh wait, I haven't seen that one either. And also right. the problem is like there's things premiering yeah. every day. I know. I, I'm always at an impasse. Like how do these companies make money if every single day like something new's coming out? Oh, by the way, here's a new documentary. Right. Here's a new show. Which I never even heard of. Here's Disney Plus. Yeah, like that's yeah. that's our November. Here's HBO like, Max. Right. By the way, guys, <laughs> CBS. God. Now we did a Netflix grab bag recently, mm-hmm. and we drew Dead to Me. That's the show with uh, Christina Applegate and Linda Cardellini. James Marsden is in it as well. Uh, give me a boner reaction to Dead to Me. Inverted peeking out, flaccid chub boner or rager, Randy. Boner. Boner. Cameron. Huh. I'll have to say chub. I'm going to go chub to boner. I'm it's, like a low boner, though. Okay. So maybe you're chub to boner <laughs> yeah, as well. How many inches are we talking, Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say borderline, just, you know, I'm pretty uh-huh. chubbed out, though. I think Dead to Me has been overhyped a little bit. Mm-hmm, agreed. I think it, it definitely was has been. Overhyped in this room. Uh, I thought it started great. Like, mm-hmm. it. Completely agree. Me. Completely agree. But I think those middle episodes are lagging. Weak. Like, it took me a minute to get through it, even though they're only a half an hour episodes. Like usually, you can do yeah, that in a yeah. day. Like if you're really, really digging it. But it it took me like three days to get through. Yeah, it. Yeah, I picked it up a couple of different times. Yeah, uh, Christina Applegate got an Emmy nomination for Best Actress in a Comedy. She's great. She is. Like she's never mm. been better. Lena, uh, Linda Cardellini is great in it too. Mm. Oh my god, very good. Uh, um, what do you they, think makes it so you know chub worthy? If the the cast itself is stellar, right? The the things that occur in the story, I'd say, are pretty pretty satisfying. Mm-hmm. I think it's but the what do you think, think holds it's the back? storytelling in the middle, like like Ravi said. Right. I think it's it's you know you're introduced to essentially what right is going on in the first episode, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you you're given the tip off that it's um, Linda Cardellini's character that. Mm-hmm. Oh, spoiler alert. Did something right, and, <laughs> and uh, and and you find. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic. When I can, I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at Chumba. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And then uh, that information out very soon. Yeah. Right. And so. Right out of the gate. There's yeah. not a whole lot happening until all that conflict yeah. is resolved in the last couple of episodes. So I think it's that waiting period in between. Yeah. Because the main motivation of your of your main character is to figure out the, the mystery and. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. have another character who's trying to hide something, and that's all that happens for like five or six episodes. Right? I, I, yeah, you know? I do. I do agree, though. I feel like it, by you know letting everybody know what's happened or what's going on, it does take away from the pleasure of trying to piece things together before. Sure, but like, I mean that's reveal. not what the show is. It's yeah. Because, right. but there are a lot of pieces that still have to fall into place. It does right. peel like an onion. And it feels yeah. like there's a twist in every episode. And For sure. that was kind of annoying me a little bit. Like, okay, we get it. This yeah, is I think twisty this, and turning. Exactly. Yeah. I think the structure is kind of one-two punch. It's a little too, I don't know, self-aware and a little too noticeable what the structure of each episode is. It's mm-hmm. exactly the same. I feel like that's why I kind of favor more our episodes, though. 
because I feel like everything gets to the point in that one episode versus again, twist, twist, twist. Yeah. Twist. Like, all right. I actually think it would have been better served maybe eight episodes in the half an hour format because mm-hmm. it's 10, right? It's 10. Yeah. 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 Uh, look, and I, and I thought a lot of stuff when you twist, twist, twist like that. Yeah. You can't help but overly telegraph what that twist is going to be. It mega. Oh, my God. So yeah. it wasn't a whole lot of. Whoa! There's there's it, one moment in particular. I I, I want to talk about it so badly, but I don't <laughs> want to spoil anything. Yeah. It's in the last episode. Mm-hmm. It's like she could have been hel- holding up a fucking sign. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like, well, OK. Um, yeah. I mean, granted, I was under the influence of some stuff when I did watch the show, so maybe my, that uh, oh, kind really? of oh. influenced oh, well. me okay. in a certain way. Right. But I could definitely, if Jeez. I'm if I'm being a hundred percent real, I could definitely see this being one of those shows that had a pretty a pretty good first season, but kind of flat the second season. Yeah, uh, when you structure something like that, how do you keep that going? Yeah, I don't know, I was, which is interesting yeah. to me. Um, I think definitely the reason to watch are the lead actresses. Absolutely. Christina, Linda, they kept me interested. When yeah, I was yeah. bored there in the middle, they still kept me interested. Uh, I It ends on a cliffhanger. Um, I'll, defi- I'll definitely watch season two. I'll check it out. Yeah. You know, I am interested to see where it goes from here. I do think it, it was kind of a nice palate cleanser in a way that the, the episodes were a half hour, so the commitment is not huge. Right. And mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. the story is not, so it's there's a little bit of comedy mix in. It's not so deep that you are like in a funk yeah. when you're done watching it. Right. You know. So yeah. in some ways, I think it kind of serves a purpose to be nice, casual. Yeah. Television. Oh, for sure. Those middle episodes. T- if you tighten that up, I've mm. got a full Agreed. boner, not a chub to boner. <laughs> Agreed. Like I'm chubbing on my way to boner. Okay. Yeah. With dead to me, and uh, I I think it has the potential to get better. Like think a little yeah. bit more about uh-huh. it. What went right in season one. What do you want to improve upon yeah. for season I, two? I agree with that. I'm just, I'm very curious to see how they do that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's why I'll be around. Yeah. We'll stick around for season two. Now we're going to wrap it up today with a show that we are currently watching. We're not all the way through yet. The Boys on Amazon. The Boys. The Boys. I'm three episodes in. <laughs> uh, I'm four in. Rank it on the Nerd Now Boner scale. I'm raging. I'm I, raging for the boys. Is it appropriate if I scream? I am raging <laughs> for the boys. I have not. Oh, my God. I'm so raging for the boys. <laughs> uh, what about you, Randy? My ween has left my body. Oh, it has flown off. There it is. Into the stratosphere. There it is. Into the stratosphere. I I, I didn't know what to expect. I'm no, gonna be, me neither. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, Amazon, although they do have you know the marvelous... Mrs. Mrs. Maisel, Maisel, which we all really like. Terrible title. Cool show. (laughs) Amazon to me has always kind of been like just one of those companies that just wants to get their feet in the in the water. It's like, hey, guys, we make shows, too. Right. Yeah. And I've always kind of looked at them as sort of like a second class sort of thing. Okay. But my God, I'm so in love with the show. This this show is. hmm. I didn't know it's what I wanted. I didn't know it's what I needed. (laughs) Yep. But I. Oh, my God. There's so I love everything about it. This is the perfect perfect catalyst between all the superhero stuff we get. Yes, I know. I was excited from the trailer. Yeah. But I like it a billion times more than I thought I would. Oh, same. Uh, apologies to honestly, Randy, look when you brought in uh, Carl Urban 
and the Judge Dredd remake, mm-hmm. I was not really aware who Car- Carl Urban was. Okay. And I said that, and people shamed me for it. And right. you know what? It happens. Now I know, mm-hmm. and now I get it. And now I'm in love. Yep. I want all the Carl yep. Urban I yep. can have. Carl Let's, Urban does rule. Let the man be Australian, my God. How's your point? Stop trying <laughs> now, to make him American. I don't think, I'm not a fan of him in Dread, but I do love Carl yeah. Urban. Yeah. We loved Holy him crap. in Thor Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. Star Trek. Yeah. We loved him. Uh, Billy Butcher is his name. Is there a better name on television right now than Billy Butcher? <laughs> Hell no, there's not. <laughs> Billy Butcher. Greatest name in television. The story is dope. I love it. Superheroes are corporate dicks. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, if you know nothing yep. about it, that's the plot. Like, yep. that is it. Yep. Every single question you've always had, like, realistically thinking, like, oh, well, I wonder what they would do with this, or how can we never see this? And I, You see it all on the show. I love the parallels to the Avengers. Like, yeah. yeah. You have Homelander, who's mm-hmm. kind of a combination yep. of Superman and Captain yep. America. Right. You have uh, the Batman kind of lookalike, who we I in, uh, I'm four episodes in, we haven't Nor- seen much of. Not, oh, oh yes, Cap- uh, something noir. Some, noir. Noir, yeah, black noir. noir I think yeah. or something. Black noir. Yeah. <laughs> you have the Deep, <laughs> the Deep, which is like Aquaman. Aquaman. <laughs> you have um, Queen Maeve, which is mm-hmm. uh, like Wonder Woman. Wonder yeah. Woman. Yeah. Uh, it's so. It, There's a retired. Oh one, my god! The, the lantern, I think. Like the yeah. Oh, yeah, the the lamp lighter. The, the, the lamp, lamp lighter. lighter. That's <laughs> the lamp lighter. The lamp lighter. But I like. It's such a. <laughs> if you look at like, just the log line for this show, mm-hmm. it has every opportunity to be the stupidest thing you've ever watched. Yep. Yes. It has every opportunity to be an SNL sketch. Yep. Uh, it's created yep. by Seth Rogen for Christ's sake. Yes. But it's it's the perfect for me. It's the perfect balance of dark humor. Yep. It's it's the perfect it balance of dark humor plus superhero stuff. It is very violent. It's oh my it's, god. It's based, mega violent. Well, it's based off a comic that came out in a, that ran from 06 to 2012. Uh-huh. Okay. And yeah. I've been I've had to force myself not to read into these comics uh, just to see where it goes because it's yeah, just don't do it. It's satisfying. It's such a satisfying show, and I feel like the approach they took had they not taken that approach, it would have never worked. I legit don't know where it's going, and no that idea. excites me. Yep. I just want to keep watching, yep. keep watching. It's eight episodes. I love that Elizabeth Shue is in this. Yes. Uh-huh. As a corporate raider bitch, yes. yep. she's great in the role. Uh, I Look, the chicks are cool. Um, oh, my God, yeah. I love this, you know, this poor young new- Starlight. S- Starlight yeah. coming into this- Group of seven. From Des Moines. The seven. The seven. Right. Des Moines, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And just being on that journey with her and her realizing that these guys yeah. are are corporate dicks. Yeah. And that's a so what I love about it, something you just said, Rave, is truly not knowing where it's gonna end because you have the good guys which are kind of bad guys. Right. You have the bad guys which are dicks, right, but have the appearance of being good guys from the public. And you really have no idea which way it's going to go. Mm-hmm. It, are the good guys, a little bit bad, going to win? Right. Or are the people who always win, who always have the government hide hide mm-hmm. away mm-hmm. the cover-ups, yeah. all yeah. that kind of stuff, are yeah. they going to win? I have no idea, and that effing excites me. Yeah, for But sure. please, Amazon, I'm going to tell you right now, it hasn't officially been picked up for a second season yet, but... It's going to. I'm assuming you're going to make that decision. Please just start making the next episodes as we speak, right? Because yeah. I'm. I already know I'm ready for more. I know. Just come oh, at me with it's it. It's already out there for you, so you don't have to think of anything crazy. Just yeah. do it. Just do more. Make it happen. 
You have enough material to make a couple years. Let's get it done, guys. Let's do it. Uh, we'll give our final analysis of the boys next week because I'm sure we'll be all the Preview. way through I it. I love it. I'm going to be all the way through <laughs> it by tomorrow. I haven't Spoiler. been. like I, I love watching TV, but I haven't been truthfully this into it, yeah. into a show for yeah. a long time, I don't think. Look, I, they did a, they, it was just smart marketing, too, because they was just... There were ads everywhere. Slipknot released a song with... Yeah, I saw a lot of print ads, too. Yeah, with yeah. footage of the show in yeah. it, and it just... I don't Hell know, yeah, Slipknotin. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was very amped up and excited about Veronica Mars Season 4, yeah. but that's something I've loved for forever. Mm -hmm. This is like brand new excitement. This yeah. is new. This is super interesting, and I can't wait to see where it goes. Rip! Rip! Yeah. Nuclear atomic ripping Rip. for the boys on Amazon. If you guys haven't started it, it comes with our highest recommendation. Yeah. Like nuclear high. So that's our review episode mm -hmm. of Nerd Now, but we Ooh. have one last review. And this is a Randy exclusive. I want you to review this, Randy. Okay. Give us your best review of this and All what right. you think. Just review it. One Randy. second. Get, just throw it. I got it. Ah! Uh. <laughs> All right, let's open this bad boy up. Get the hell out of here! From your friends we at Nerdin' Out. <laughs> Shut your mouth! You're getting violent about it. I'm excited, dude. Oh my god. Oh, I almost dropped it. Oh my god. Just throw it. Oh, dear lord. Well, uh, what is it, Randy? It smells like victory and awesomeness. Well, I'm glad you asked. The Mattel Slim Jim Macho Man Randy Savage action figure from the Elite Collection. With the Kung Fu grip? Oh, yeah. Kung Fu grip. Oh, look at the nutritional facts. Meat, spice, juicy taste. <laughs> Look at Macho the nutritional madness. facts for this toy. 0% boredom, 1,000% snap. Oh, my God. Wait, I need a knife. Ripple stain. <laughs> I've got some scissors over here. Just tossed in bad boys. Oh, oh, you're I'm not, not going to throw you're scissors. Not, all right, all right, all right. You're not keeping oh. it boxed? Oh, no, it's... Well, you have to see what's inside. <laughs> well, you know how people are. You, you Complete can't even, in box. Can you see it from the box? No. The box is just... There's no like, window on it or it's anything. It's a Slim Jim box. You can... <laughs> <laughs> you could I, I, technically you could cut along these little lines here, mm -hmm. but then it kind of just ruins the box. <laughs> I might ruin the box. Just ruin it. It's fine. Just oh, ruin no. Get your Slim Jim out. Oh my god! Just whip it and out. it's nothing but Look, Slim Jims. It's leopard print. Oh, that's dope. Here it comes. <laughs> Look, it's leopard print. That's oh, so. Oh yeah! <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> This is awesome! <laughs> oh my god! Oh. Hell yeah! Do wow. you love it? I love it, and I love you guys. I'm, oh, like, I'm like the verge of tears. <laughs> <laughs> like he's even got the shades. Kiss him. <laughs> Yay! Yes! All right. Oh my, I do. I'm legit speechless. I don't know what to say. Oh my god! Not to get you guys something. No, that's not how it works. We just Snap wanted you to thing. have it, Randy. Oh yes. my god! Where'd you get it from? Who Secret got? places. Secretness. eBay. Yes. Yes. Nice. <laughs> Shout out to eBay. Oh my so god. eBay. Shout out to eBay. eBay, making wow. dreams come true. Uh, keep it on our social for breaking news, updates, Nerdin' Out LA on Facebook and Twitter, Nerdin' Out on Instagram and YouTube. Uh, we shot all kinds of footage when we were building yes. the Secret Lab Targaryen gaming chair, so we're going to be posting that. Absolutely. We have some game footage of us playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 The Black Order. <laughs> uh, we, we're we definitely going to be posting try that. To, try to keep up on what's going on I the screen. I know, right. <laughs> You'll be like, is that Ravy in the corner again? <laughs> Get in the mix. <laughs> so thank you guys for uh, supporting all things Nerdin' Out, for liking, engaging, interacting, and we'll see you next week.
Macho Man! Oh yeah, can you dig it? Snap into a Slim Jim! That was Nerding Out with Ravy! Remember to store this episode in a bag with an acid-free board and put your retainer in when you go to sleep. Until next time.